Welcome to the Embody Your Light podcast, a podcast that helps you to discover the healing power of your hands and how you can reclaim your own wellness. Exploring the ancient Japanese healing art called Jensenjutsu and the easy practices it teaches to improve your health and well-being. It helps you to remove blocks and stagnated energy and harmonizes your energy on all levels, body, mind and spirit, so your energy can flow freely. I am Marna and I am a Jensenjutsu practitioner and I have been running a successful Jensenjutsu practice in the Netherlands for the last 20 years. Today I talk with Carlos Guterres, one of our much appreciated Jensenjutsu teachers, about Jensenjutsu and his Jensenjutsu journey. Carlos lives in Brazil and has been traveling the world to share his knowledge and wisdom. We met each other in person in Portugal, where Carlos was teaching a Jensenjutsu self-help class together with Wayne Hackett. And Carlos was one of the three uh, Jensenjutsu teachers in the Now Know Myself class, an online class I co-organized. And uh, yeah, Carlos, you're so welcome uh, on this podcast. Thank you for accepting my invitation. And I'm so excited to talk with you today. One of the subjects will be uh, the chakras, uh, because yeah, that's a question that is often asked. How can we see the connection between the chakras and Jutsu? So welcome, and I'm so happy to be with you today. Thank you, Marna. It's I really appreciate your invitation and the opportunity to talk to our friends all over the world. Yeah, so nice to connect with so many people. Uh, and so in such an easy way, listening to a podcast can be so easy to like enter into a conversation. So yeah, can you maybe introduce yourself first to the listeners? Yes. So uh, I'm originally, I work in a company for about 20 years in the engineer department. And one day I realized that something was not okay. You know, I, I, I felt my body send signs that it's not a life uh, healthy for me anymore. So it, I, I take some time, but I finally found courage to, to quit my job. I have no idea what to do, but I just quit my job. And it was a good job. So during one year, I decided to look for what to do next. And this is when a friend of mine invited me for a class about vibrational healing. So it opens a new world for me. And so I began studying uh, vibrational healing, fluorescence, Reiki, and finally, the art of Jinxing. And when I found the art of Jinxing, I realized that's it. Because during my entire life, I was studying about everything. You know, I, I love to learn. So I studied philosophy, psychology, history, mythology, uh, astronomy, astrology. So, you know, I really enjoyed it. Oh, and the moment I, I was introduced to the art of Jinxing, I realized that I could 
put all the informations together because the art of Jinxing offers us this amazing thing that play with relations. So that was the moment I, I, I fall in love for the art of Jinxing. And so it happens about 30 years ago. And I, I dedicate to go deeper and deeper. So in a couple of years, I become organizers. Five years after my first class, I was invited to become a teacher. And then I began to travel all over the world. I taught classes in 27 countries, in all continents. Yeah, it's beautiful that we are uh, connected all over the world with Jensen Jutsu and through the online classes even more. Yes, I really was surprised because about two years ago, if you ask me about to present online classes, I would say never. <laughs> but you know, we need to learn to, to adapt and adjust. And I'm still learning, but this is a great way to to be in touch with people. And it's just an, another uh, expression of the message of the art that is teaching us that everything is connected and everybody's connected. Yeah, I find that also really in the remote sessions I'm giving, more and more you realize that you are really connected through the energy all over the world. And yeah, that, that it's possible to give a session to someone who is on another continent or uh, in another country. Yes, it's true. My practice changed a lot, you know. I give some presential class uh, sessions, but, you know, many people ask me for remote sessions and it's work, you know, the feedback is, is really impressive. Yeah, yeah. So it's a new way. And yeah, in my practice, some people do not want to come back into the practice. They want to stay on the remote sessions. Uh, but yeah, it's a different way, but it's still, it's very power. I can still see how powerful it is, I would say. Yes. Well, I remember once once we asked Mary about give sessions, not being present in the same place, you know. And Mary said that Jim used to do this. But when he, he explained to the students, nobody understood it. So he gave up to, to share this approach. But Mary said that you, if you have the, the capacity to focus in the receiver, of course, it, it's possible. And I'm, I'm, I made a lot of experience in the last two years, and the results confirm it. Yeah, for me too. I can really feel where the energy is blocking. People are asking me, are you touching me there? Is something happening there? They can really give you feedback too on what's happening in their bodies while receiving the session. The so, new world. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that Jira was already uh, playing with this idea and experiencing, having experiences with it. Yes, Mary confirmed this information. Yeah, beautiful. Um, one of the questions I always love to ask uh, to people is, how would you explain what Jensen Jutsu is? Well, uh, the best way to explain to a person who never heard about the art of Jensen is invite her for a session. Yeah. <laughs> because 
you know, is beyond the words. I, I think our vocabulary is not rich enough to explain in deep what is this beautiful art. But, you know, some situations we cannot, you don't have the opportunity to, to give a session. So I explain, the, the way I explain is the, the art of Jinxin uh, produce an action that relaxes the body. Because if our body is relaxed, the vital energy can circulate and flow freely. Is the tension that we accumulate throughout life that affects the, the circulation of the, the life energy. So we may say the art of Jinxin is the art of relaxation. But you know, people don't, sometimes it's difficult for people to understand that the, the key is to be relaxed. No more tension, no more disharmony. Yeah. It's so simple, but so difficult to make people believe it. Yes. Yeah, and when you really have felt that deep relaxation, it's always it's also a little bit addictive to me. Yes. <laughs> because true. you know what is possible. And you know, more you practice, more we we you yes, I think the word is addictive because more you practice, more you 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 want to practice. So if you have your hands free, you're holding a finger or you're practicing uh, quickly. And sometimes I, 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 when I look, my hands is, oh, I'm practicing self-help. Yeah. It's intuitive now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember my aunt telling me, yeah, you need to do this or you can do that as a self-help. And I was thinking, yeah, how can I do this I have three children, I have a job. Uh, I do not, do not have time for self-help or 36 breath or something like that. And now it's so integrated in my life that I don't even know, as said, when I'm doing it because there is, yeah, there are so many opportunities to do it. Like when I'm watching a movie or when I'm sitting on the dining table or when I'm la laying in my bed. Yes, and, he, and we re realized that that information we share in class, that the art of Jinxin is a innate wisdom. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, and the more you practice it, the more that also opens up for you. Uh, and as you said, you did meet Mary personally. Yes, uh, I met Mary in 2000 when I went to Scottsdale for my first uh, teacher's meeting. And then I had the opportunity to, to, to be with Mary many times, you know, at least once a year, but you know, in when uh, the JSH Inc. began to offer this class, the mentoring class, I present a lot of mentors, and during the mentoring, I, have the, I had the opportunity to work with Mary, giving sessions for the students. Mm -hmm. So it was really an amazing experience to be with her. Yeah. Do you have one that's really popping up for you? or There was one experience that was really impressive. Um, 
during the mentoring, we are giving a session to, to students. So the students was on the table. I was in one side, even flow that uh, I listened to in the post. And that day, Mary decided only to touch the center of the palm of the student. You know, Mary was in a wheelchair, so she had she didn't have that mobility to move around the body, but usually I saw her giving some quickies um, in the range of her hands. But that day she used only the, her left hand to hold the center of the palm of the left hand of the, the student. And so the student looked at me and says, why Mary is not touching me? And I told her, she is touching you. But what about the other hand? Well, I trust Mary is doing what she, she realizes the best for you, but it was too much for her. So when Jody appears to check, is everything okay? She complains, Jody, Mary's not touching me. And just say, come on, Mary. And she hold the other hand of Mary and put the arm of the, the student Mary, remove the hand and keep holding the center of the palm. 10 minutes later, Dave appeared and the, the student complained. She, she was really upset because Mary not giving her a flow. And, and Dave did the same, asked Mary to touch with both hands and Mary removed this, the, the right hand. So uh, the, the session was about 40 minutes. So, so when Mary left, uh, I was still finishing my flow. And at the end of the session, when the, the student sit on the table, she said, I can't believe what happens. I have a back pain for 10 years and it happens 24 seven. And I, I used to take painkillers because it's too much, but now after 10 years, the first time I'm feeling no pain. And so I have a, a click here. Of course, Mary is touching the center of the palm. Center of the palm is umbilicus. And umbilicus helps harmonize uh, all the joints. And you know, the spine was the, the major issue of the student. And you know, it was an example of something Mary used to, to teach in the class. She In the class, she repeated many times, simplify, simplify, simplify. Know myself is to simplify. And her life, her journey was a journey to teach us about simplicity. You know, for example, Mary wrote text one, text two first. You know, the, uh, the first edition of text one and two was 1966. And then she, she rewrote the books many times. The final version, the one uh, people use in the class as from 1981. But after text one and text two, she wrote the self-help books. So you can see Mary's journey from the complex to simplicity of the self-help. And her life was the same, you know. He, he, this was the first time I saw Mary. It was in 2006. And she gave me this lesson about simplicity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, less is really more. I'm uh, learning. <laughs> yes, 
Yeah, because sometimes we, yeah, a client texts me, texts me, texts me, and asks me something, telling me a difficult story about something going on with one of her clients or maybe a, a family member, and then when I'm telling them to like hold one finger, that's very dissatisfying. <laughs> But I always say the more complicated the issue, the simpler maybe the solution. So keep it very simple, especially when it's a complicated situation. As our challenge, it's to make the people believe that yeah. a simple procedure like a hold a finger or touching one specific place of the body is just enough. Yeah, and also very interesting that uh, Mary was only using one hand. Yes, it was really impressive. Yeah, because we often think that we always need to use both of our hands when giving a session or doing self-help. But yes, there's we, we learn. We learn to be a jumper cable and need to use yeah. both hands. But we have some uh, exceptions. For example, the, the procedure to detox the body. Remember the right hand on the left 12? Mm -hmm. about to detox yeah. you have the left hand free so we have some some other situations just need one one hand or you know the 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 quick of 11 12 4 and 3 you just use one hand yeah it's beautiful isn't it <laughs> when we can make it <laughs> that simple so we can always do it wherever and whenever uh in our and, and you know, now I'm working the simplest way, just harmonizing your breath, my breath. Yeah. And the result is something. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that because that's what I feel really about Jinsen Jutsu is when I'm giving sessions, the only thing that you really are doing in the core is harmonizing the breath and helping the breath to, through, to move through all the layers of the body. Yes, I, I'm. Since two years ago, I began to to make exercise just to observe the results of harmonizing the breath, the thirty-six breath, and it's really amazing the results. So I strongly recommend to make this experience. You know, but you know, it's not just breath. Everybody's breathing. Everybody has a lot of projects, but with consciousness. Mm -hmm. uh, keep in mind that each ex movement of exhaling, you are unloading what you don't need anymore. So you are open space to receive a brand new energy. So we need to keep in mind during the, the exercise, unload and receive, unload and receive. Yeah. And do you use like your nose of your, or your mouth? Well, I use my nose usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that there's also when you're uh, practicing yoga, things like that. Sometimes they are really uh, emphasizing to exhale with uh, through the mouth instead of through the nose. So mm -hmm. that's why I asked the question. And uh, yeah, moving from that uh, to because we wanted to talk about the chakras. And of course, that's also something people know often through their yoga class or 
through their meditation. And uh, yeah, I have been asked this question often, how can we look and, and um, yeah, what's the connection between the chakras and how we look uh, from the point of view of Jinsen Jutsu. And of course, uh, I have been telling about the main central where we are also holding the areas of the chakras, but I have heard that you have been delving somewhat deeper into this material. So I really wanted to, yeah, hear your ideas about this. Yes, you know, because many students ask about the chakras during the presentation of class, and, you know, we don't have a direct relation between the art of Jinshin or between the saved interlocks and the chakras. Uh, so the only, um, the only re direct relation we have is when Mary uh, proposed in the self-help main central to add the extra uh, touch, you know, here, for example, we are touching the chakras, the crown chakra, the, the third eye chakra. Then here, apparently there's no chakra, but then she proposed to touch, uh, have an extra touch here, in the throat chakra. And then you go to the center of 13th. You know, uh, based in numerology, this touch is not necessary because the, here's the center of saved angelox number 22. And no, two plus two is four, is the same energetic result. Then you touch the center of 13, one plus three is four. Yeah. So when Mary suggested that here is, uh, with the focus to touch the, the throat chakra. And then you will go to the heart chakra, the, the solar plexus chakra, pubic bone is the, the um, um, root chakra, hara, hara chakra, the, the, but you know, she suggests another extra step, you know, one inch below navel mm -hmm. to this, uh, this second chakra. And then when you touch the coccyx, you're touching the root chakra. So this is the only relation, but she never mentioned the word chakra, but the self-help main center, there's two extra steps, one here in the center of 22s and the other one inch below, below navel, for sure you are touching the chakras. So I, I, I kept studying and I found a very interesting book talking about the, the spiritual and vibrational relationship between the endocrine system and the chakras. And there is a direct relation. And uh, when we talk about the endocrine system, we have some material in the art of Jinshi. Basically, you already mentioned is the, the main central flow because the main central flow moved the energy through the entire system, the entire endocrine system. And you know, for me, the endocrine system is the bridge between the non-manifest and the manifest. Why? We have uh, uh, some glands that produce a little amount of specific chemical elements we call hormones. 
and put these hormones in the the in the blood. So the blood carry these hormones through the entire body, and in some place of the body, who have cells that you identify the this, those hormones. So the hormones is like a message in a bottle. That and the, so the the blood carry this, and there is a specific cell that you recognize that message and will answer. And so the the production of hormones. Uh, is based in our emotions. So is the non-manifest producing something manifest we call hormones that will activate the action the, of specific organs, specific areas of our body. So for me, this is the bridge. The, the endocrine system is pure six depth manifested and the production of hormones are bridging what we think, what we feel to activate reactions in the body to, to sustain health and harmony in our body. So I began to study endocrine system. And when I found the relation with the chakras, everything makes sense. So in the moment you, you know the, the location of the, the the endocrine system, you begin to play with relations. So in the center of our head, we have like the, the main control of the entire body because we have the, the base of the brain, mm -hmm. a place called the hypothalamus. It's not a gland, but this base of the brain produce a lot of hormones. And those hormones will activate the other glands. Then under the, the, the base of the, the, the brain, you have a pineal gland and pituitary gland. So this trinity controls everything. They produce doses of different hormones that will activate the other glands like thyroid and parathyroid, the, the thymus gland. Then you have pancreas. Pancreas is a very amazing thing because it's at the same time endocrine and exocrine glands. As an exocrine glands produce some juices that helps digestion, but as endocrine glands produce hormones that will activate some reactions of the liver. So you can see when you think, of, when you talk about pancreas, you talk about spleen. So, you know, spleen is first step, but Remember, the, the left spleen flow will send the energy directly to the liver. The right spleen flow send the energy directly to the spleen. And we can see that pancreas helps first depth digestion as an exocrine gland, and third depth producing hormones that will activate some function in the liver. So we can see, you know, this amazing thing. According to the side of the flow, we are helping liver or pancreas using the spleen flow. Well, and then we have in the back, like a cap over the, the kidneys, we have the, the adrenal glands. And finally, the, the reproductive glands. So this is the, the, the system of glands and they are directly related to chakras. You know, the hypothalamus is related to the crown chakra. 
Then uh, pineal and pituitary gland is the third eye chakra. Thyroid and parathyroid is the throat chakra. Thymus, heart, heart chakra. Uh, the, the spleen is the solar plexus chakra. The adrenal glands is related to the, the second chakra, the heart. And the, the reproductive organ glands to the root chakra. <clears throat> and so we can find uh, some functions of the saved angelocks related to, to those, uh, the function of the, the, the endocrine system. And another approach is following the pattern of the organ flows. So just to give an example, the heart flow, the, Part of the flow moves from the heart up, crossing the air of the thyroid and parathyroid. So the heart flow helps those two glands. And again, goes up to the top of the head that enters deep inside the brain, touching the trinity, uh, the hypothalamus, pineal, and pituitary gland. The other part of the heart flow moves through the back, touching both shoulder blades and ends in the air of kidney and adrenal glands. And uh, another part of the heart moves down to the abdominal area, helps the, the pancreas. So you may say the heart chakra is helping all the glands except the reproductive organ glands. So if you follow the pattern of the flow, you know if the, the organ function is touching the air or not. And, um, and so, of course, the main central covers all possibilities, but we have other possibilities, like the anterior-posterior energy. We have on page number 41, text two, helps all the, the, the system, helps all the glands, so helps all the, the harmonize all the, the, the seven chakras. And we can use the five, six, seven, eight flow that helps everything. So um, I think the, 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 it's interesting if you, if, you are, if you want to learn more about the chakras, you can read about the chakras, you see that each one have a color, each one have a, a function, but the most important thing, the, the seven chakras, you know, I'm old school. I, I know that today you have new, new, new approach saying that you have not seven, but you have 12 chakras or 20 chakras uh, or 33 chakras. There are so many. I'm old school. Seven is not for me. So uh, it's interesting to study about the, the color of the chakra is a tip to relate to the art of Jinxin, the location and the function. And you'll find, according to the information, know about the saved angelocks or the, the organ functions, how you can help to reestablish balance and harmony of the chakras. But of course, main center is a, uh, a great flow, but because help not only to harmonize the chakras, but help them to work together, because this is the key. When you are under stress, the conversation between chakras is affected and each one try to solve the problem by themselves. And this is the, the major issue. 
We need to keep this communication. So the three flow that helps relationship is another amazing flow to take care of our chakras. I think I talked too much. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love it because it's a it's a beautiful conversation, and it's it's one of the questions that a lot of people all, always have. Like, how can I take care of my chakras through Jinsen Jutsu? Because often when we are talking about the chakras, it's often that they are starting to visualize. You need to visualize a wheel or a color or um, yeah, uh, so that. I think it's beautiful. You could connect this. So do this together, like uh, do your visualization or your meditation around the chakras together with the main central. If you're really into the chakras or if you want to, to discover more about them. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it, I think it's a good conversation. And would you say that uh, like that every chakra has a connection with a certain organ flow or with a certain depth or? Yes, we can use this approach. We can use the approach of the location of the chakra. And remember the chakra is, the, the word chakra means will. The will will circulate and this circulation produce uh, a movement of energy, not only to the front of the body, but in the back. So the only two chakras that have just one direction is the crown chakra and the root chakra. The crown chakra, the movement is from the top of the head up, connecting to the source. So this is seven depth. Mm -hmm. And the, the root chakra, the movement is down, connecting, grounding us on earth. But you know, the third eye chakra is moving in both directions, front and back. So if you touch the fours in the back and twenties in the, fr the front, you'll help, you're helping the, the third eye chakra. Here we have 22 in the front, 11 in the back. So when you touch 22 and 11, you're helping the throat chakra. Heart chakra is the 13, center of 13s in the front, center of the tens in the back. Yeah. Then the 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 solar plexus chakra center of fourteens in the front, center of nine or twenty three in the back, the back. The the umbilicus chakra is interesting because in the front we have no safety lock here. But if you go to page number sixty, textbook number two. You can read that one inch below navel, we have the, the beginning of the compressed oxygen energy. So we're touching the, the, the birthplace of compressed oxygen energy that helps the breath. And in the back, you have the safety interlock number two that harmonize the breath. And finally, we attach the pubic bone and the coccyx to help the root chakra. Yeah. Yeah, and what I also feel when we are talking about the chakra, chakras, for me, it's a spiral. It's spiraling up and down in this, at the same time as, yeah, you, you have like a, yeah, it's an up and down movement of a spiral. So for me, that spiral is the connection between the wheels. Or yeah, the wheels and, and there's spiraling. more. There's more. They have this representation of the Kundalini serpent. Mm -hmm. And the Kundalini is making this movement around the chakras. 
So if moving, and there are two serpents, they are making that movement surrounding the tracks and connect everything. So this movement is mediator. So the, the conversation between the chakra depends on the harmony of the mediator. This is my, my point of view about it. Yeah, it's very interesting. And then for me, I, I immediately uh, see that image of the, uh, uh, the two serpents around the... Um, the spine. Yeah, but also for in, uh, in Holland, I don't know if that's all over the world, but I think so. It's that, uh, how do you say it? Um, uh, the stick, it's not a stick, but I don't know the, the uh, right word. Scepter. Yeah, the, the scepter. scepter with the two snakes around it. The, the symbol of mercury, the symbol of medicine. Yeah, so that's really interesting that there you also find a visible connection between the Eastern and the Western way. Because often it's so, those two methods are often so divided. And in this symbol, we can see like, oh, this is there. Uh, um, this is a place where this comes together in this yes. image. You can see everything is connected. Yes. Yeah. He, Different he, symbols, but the, the same old story. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And of course, there is only one. In the end, there's only one story of being a human mm -hmm. or being a being. <laughs> Have you been using, because I heard a dog on the, on the back, uh, as a back sound, is that your dog? Yes, my dog. <laughs> and are you using Jutsu on your dog? Yes, you know, my, my dog has, has an issue. Some, some um, project affecting the hips. Mm. So some days it's hard to get up. And I know this is time to work. The, or the first step of the two flow. Oh, so this is the, the the best medicine for my dog. This is the first step of the two flow to harmonize, you know, tension, discomfort in the hips, and it works very easily. She stay very quiet for about five minutes, no more than ten, and then she get up and go out to play. Yeah, sometimes my dog is in front of me. And like, are you going to do something for me or not? <laughs> like watching me. And then the moment that I start to sit, then I start to sit down on the ground. And the dog is just settling in to receive a little bit of Jutsu. And indeed, it's not like a long time, but just a little short time. And you, yeah, it can, it's really lovely to see how the, how the dog is relaxing when you do that. Yes, it's it's impressive. I think sometimes they they answer faster than a human being because they have no filters. They don't think, keep thinking if it will work or not. They just surrender to the process. Yes, and when they do, uh, we, I was talking to this uh, about this with Kelly, and we yeah, when they do not want it anymore, they just leave. They just. <laughs> it's know. true. It's true. Yeah. So, and um, when we would connect, like, because now we have connected like the, the uh, safety energy locks with the chakras, could we also connect the organ flows in this way? Yes, to make the, the relationship, we, you need to know the pattern of the flow. 
Yes, so that's in the pattern of the flow. Yes, if you know the pattern of the flow, you can see where the, the energies flow, if they, they're going to the area of the chakras or not. For example, all the toe flows, spleen, kidney, or liver, they cross through this area of the throat chakra. So you, you don't need to think much, you know, if you want to harmonize your throat chakra, use the, 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 the toe flows, anyone will be helpful. And for, for example, the, the finger flows, they circulate in the, the, the chest. So the heart chakra. So according to the, 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 the pattern of the flow, you follow the pattern of the flow, the, you, you check where they, they will circulate and the chakra that you're helping. Yeah. Yeah, and I find a very um, profound connection with the root chakra with the gallbladder flow. Is that something you would... Uh... Gallbladder and... Um, the bladder flow. Yeah. So we are talking about the face flows. <laughs> yes, yes. Interesting that the face flows are then connected to the root chakra and that the toe flows are connected to a lot that's happening in the throat. And of course, the liver is going yeah. into the brain and become a brain flow. So, yeah, so connected. Yeah. As above, so below. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also really, for me, that's really also um, talking about that spiraling movement from head to toe and toe to head that, that I can feel in the, when, the, when the chakra starts to, starts to move. Because sometimes I can really feel that, that clockwise movement uh, through the body. Uh, the, another, for example, the kidney flow is a flow that circulate through all the chakras, all. Yeah. The reproductive organ chakras, male and female, the, then you, you observe the kidney touching both 14s, so helping the, the pancreas. Then the, the, in the area of the third rib, the, the kidney separates, so it's touching the, the, the heart chakra and oh before it it crossed the air of the umbilicus so you know the the hara chakra the umbilicus chakra the solar plexus chakra the heart chakra the throat chakra because here the umbilicus separate the kidney separates part moves more superficial and the other goes to the root of the tongue and then when circulates to the head helps the trinity heaven the the center of our head and then moves down touching the adrenal glands. So we are, it, it completes the, the glands and so it completes the, the sequence of chakras. Yeah, I, lo I love it. It's beautiful to know how, yeah, which flows are really like harmonizing and emphasizing that homeostasis in the chakras and in our bodies then also. So, yeah, and so you could also say that those flows that we are now talking about that could really harmonize the whole chakra system is harmonizing your whole hormonal um, uh, chemistry. Yes, and so that's the reason 
for for harmonized hormones, we have the main central. We have the 11, 12, 4, and 3 flow is another flow that covers all the, the, the balance of the hormones. The kidney flow is very important to this. 5, 6, 7, 8 is another one. Yeah. Yeah. So again, when the, the moment that we are going through, yeah, when you want to harmonize the whole chakra system, there are a couple of flows we can use. And uh, yeah, it's beautiful to do that with that kind of consciousness too, especially when you are already very, very familiar with the chakras. So yeah, I love this explanation. Thank you. And just another tip, if you, you can study the organs too, the, the glands too. For example, the, the thymus gland mm -hmm. is related to the heart chakra. When, when the baby is in the womb, the thymus has a color, is red. Then about seven years old, seven to nine, the time has changed the color is white. And the grow of people is yellow. So you can see the movement through the colors, the movement through the depths, you know, red is fifth depth, white is second depth, and yellow is first depth. Mm. As well as you if you if you know the function of the pancreas, because spleen and pancreas are a unity. They, they are working <clears throat> both third and first step. As exocrine gland, pancreas is first step because it helps digestion. As an endocrine gland, the hormones produced in the pancreas are sent directly to the kidney, to the kidney, to the, the liver. So it's a third step function. So it's interesting. That's the reason it's amazing if you begin to study the, the, the function, the physiology, the color, everything about each gland, you are learning more about the relation of the depths. And knowing the relationship between the glands and the chakras, everything is connected. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. And yes, just to see how that's, that that whole the those systems are really connected and as we always say there's so much also indian sinjutsu we can find about all those relationships and connections with other like the astrology the numerology the yeah and then here the chakra system is also yeah you, we can find that back into uh, of course i'm just giving you know uh a short version of the story to talk deeper about the relation between chakras, the art of Jainshin and the glands. For sure, I need more time. Yes, and it will. That will be a whole study. It's the, it, yes. maybe uh, maybe one time we are going to organize a class about this. That would be For lovely. Sure. To uh, yeah. So um, yeah, we are often say also that Jinsen Jutsu is a lifelong journey. And uh, yeah, how, how is that? How do you experience that in your life? Well, it's true, you know, every day I discover something new, sometimes tiny little things, sometimes huge things. So this is the why it's so exciting to study art, because there's always something else to learn. Yeah. For me, it's always interesting to find. So sometimes 
you are more interested a little bit in this area and then the other, uh, yeah, a year later, it's a little bit the other area. And you know, this is uh, something that's very exciting because, you know, the art of changing is something alive, dynamic. You know, Germany researched for about 50 years collect information, put all together, and offer to the entire humankind this amazing gift. Mary, she was not just a person who received and shared that information. Mary brings something new. She had her perspective, her understanding, honoring the, the legacy she received, but you know, Mary dedicated her life to make things simple. And you know, the, the many people believe all oh, the self-help art introduction to the art. Mary wrote the self-help after the, the five-day material. So I like to say that the, the self-help are the one of the greatest contributions of Mary to the, the art of Jinxing. But you know, the, the self-help procedures are the creme, creme de la creme, you know, because simple and powerful. And I believe each one of us can uh, offer our contribution to the art. Of course, we need to go deeper, understand the message. I'm sharing you, you know, the the relationship between the chakras and the art of Jinxi. Uh, It was never mentioned before and makes sense because everything is included on this beautiful art. So we have this possibility to not only share what you learn as we learn, like something frozen in time and space, but we can add our contribution to enrich the art of Jinxin. And this is the, the one of the reasons Wayne and I decided to create this new school, the Jinxin Guild, because our main purpose is not only to honor Mary's and Jew legacy, but to keep the art alive and growing and expanding. Yeah. Beautiful. And yeah, it's a new ad- adventure where you are embarking on. And uh, I believe uh, end of March, beginning of April, there will be a website available for people to find. Maybe you. earlier. The, the website is almost ready. We, we already have translated to, to, it's in English, translate to German, Spanish, Portuguese, and French. We'll translate to other languages later, but you know, the moment we launch the website, it, it will be available in five different languages, and it's really beautiful. Do you have? Uh, well, I will share uh, the link to the website so then people can just keep an eye on it and see when they can find out themselves, and maybe they listen to the podcast much later and then the website is already ready so yeah i love to share that link uh, with the, with the listeners and uh, yeah you were saying about self-help we have been talking about self-help could you share one of your go-to self-help and guide us through a little exercise okay. yes you know during my life i always have my favorite but it changed from time to time you know i practice for example the, the kidney flow for about four or five years, every single day. Another, another of my favorites uh, was the five, six, seven, eight. But now I have a new favorite. And it's because, you know, we are dealing with the profound transition in our humankind. 
we can see it, just look back the last two years, the chaos that are between two levels of understanding. So we are moving through this chaos to reach a new level. And on this very moment, the flow that's calling my attention is the lung flow. And by coincidence, the lung flow is the flow of the lunar year. So 2022 is the year of the tiger. And tiger is the lung flow. So my, and you know what we need? We need this energy of the tiger to make things happen. So before any movement, what we used to do, fill the lungs and let's go. So this is the, the energy of the lung brings motivation, enthusiasm to make things happen. This is the, the energy of the tiger inviting us to be bold. So uh, I think it's a good, uh, good idea to, to play with the lung flow. Let me just adjust my camera. And so here we go. We, we touch save the interlock number 14. That means the, the uh, supporter of life. And so twenty-two. Yes, and the base of the rib cage we have fourteen, and twenty-two in the color blow bone. You know, the fourteen helps us to sustain and maintain life, and twenty-two brings happiness, happy and content wherever you are. Yeah. So when you feel life flowing, life energy flowing in your in your entire body. It's easy to feel happiness. So let's exhale and load and inhale this message. And then you go to the high 19. Highlighting is connecting us to our inner power and authority. And the next step, we touch the left 18 in the palm side of our hand. And 18 brings a deeper awareness about ourselves. You say 14, 18 is body consciousness. And then you move our hands to the base of the head in the side of the thoracic vertebra number one, the base of the neck. And 11 is teaching us to unload all the unnecessary weight we are carrying over our shoulders. 
11 is teaching us to travel light. We don't need to carry a lot of luggage. And then you move to the 22 in the other side, the collarbone in the other side. 22 is helping us to adjust and to adapt to the new. And finally, you move your head to the space between the third and the fourth rib and the chest. And it helps connect us with our youthfulness, our creativity. Thirteen is invite us to recreate ourselves every single day. It's invite us when you woke up in the morning to commit to, to become a better version of ourselves. So this is the lung flow. This is the tiger flow. The, and the message of this flow is I am. Yeah. Thank you for sharing this one with us. And uh, especially for me as an Aries, I could feel I can Ooh. always need a lung flow as the Aries is connected to the lungs. And I could really feel some areas that were a little bit painful even. I know. So, so be the best, best tiger you can. Yeah, <laughs> this year. So thank you for this conversation. It was, I love talking to you and thank you for sharing your yeah your knowledge and what you have been discovering around the chakras and uh, how they could be connected to uh, to jensen jutsu and how we can play with it within uh, the jensen jutsu realm also so yeah thank you very much and uh, i wish you a lot of luck and success with the new adventure and uh, yeah maybe we speak to each other another time again for sure Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's really a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. There were so many pieces of wisdom in here about the chakras and how we can look at all the connections. For some of you, parts of this conversation may have been going a little bit too deep into the nitty gritty of this healing art especially maybe around the lung flow where we ended this episode with. If you want to see how to apply this flow, you can go to this episode's page on my website to see exactly how and where to place your hands to enhance your tiger energy and support your lung flow. You can find the link in the show notes. If you have enjoyed this episode, don't hesitate to share it with a friend or a family member or someone you think would like this episode too. 
For now, I thank you so much for listening and sharing your time and space with us. And I hope to speak with you again soon.